See you. 
program you to accept, but they have no idea that they are a program of a program. They programmed me before they took me. I'm a program clone. Greetings in the name of the Most High. We're uh, a little scene from uh, the quantum realm. I'm not going back. A little mind control programming here on the micro level. This is the key. Pure DMT and a mix of other hallucinogens beyond what a human can possibly process. And I will complete the treatment. Do you know that I developed this technique over 20 years ago? Okay, so... Um, uh, and it goes on. I mean, this is like the most shocking or shock treatment. Legion. Legion. Mm. 
You guys know what that means, right? The time will come. All right, so this graphene thing, so. you know, is... Um, yes, I think we're ready for the grand finale. All right, let me, let me turn this thing down here. Just a little tidbit from Girl Next. Um, during the time she's programmed in another world while they're giving her um, these, uh, like, shock treatments and hallucinogens, and then she's in this other world... And she's admitting that she's some some kind of programmed clone. And uh, just before that, you couldn't see it, but she's talking to herself while driving a car, and then it crashes, and then she's in a room full of uh, mannequins and a cadaver. And um, you can hear it's a pretty exciting soundtrack as well. So the point is, the reason I'm playing that is because a little bit later in the story of Girl Next, one of the characters, Charlotte, who is a physicist that's reduced to that of a, an infant, you know, mentally in, an infant. Um, it was the sister of uh, Heinrich, the mad scientist, who's also a, a pervert sex maniac nutcase. But he's driven to find the cure, the, to the, the, the doorway to the quantum realm. Uh, because whoever can control the quantum realm, they think, rules the world, right? So... You know, what ends up happening, of course, is that she spills the beans at the uh, at the dinner table and she talks about the biodigital nexus point, which is why I say there's a girl next prophetic because this was two years ago that this was written. And um, that the whole key two years ago that was written was that the whole point of everything that's going on upon the earth is to program human, um, you know, as a, you know, not just to be obedient, but to also clone human into digital space and then connect the two, the biodigital nexus point, which is the whole point of everything. Game theory, uh, mass mind control, COVID, COVID-19, all that came after. You know, that speech. I'm not going to play it now. You should see it. It's, uh, I'll play a little tidbit here and there. But I mean, you know, now that it's out. But you should see this particular, this, uh, this uh, as you can hear, there's good, you know. It's amazing. Um, we have, you know, predictably strong reactions, you know, in, in the sense of um, some people find it really, really disgusting and gross. And I can understand that because, you know, you've got, uh, you know, it is after all a horror movie, but I mean, it's a, uh, it's a lot better than you might think it is based on some people's uh, reactions, especially the direction, acting, and all that is fantastic. So, it, it's really, you know, amazing. The the, in my mind, the the, I don't know that people can handle this. This is way ahead of humans in a sense capability of understanding and so that you, you get people going oh well you know i, I uh 
you know, it was so stupid I couldn't keep it, you know, so I kind of dropped it. And uh, stupid is not what it is. It is not stupid when you're talking about connecting up the bio-digital nexus point and the idea of the quantum realm and the idea of uh, experimental drug that can then bridge the gap between the two frequencies of this um, eternal space and, and really space that's morphable by consciousness and other means. Now morphable through nanotechnology, now morphable through using the graphene to magnetize human, to digitize the consciousness and the DNA of human into uh, basically processors. Remember when I said that, you know, you know, why not kill human? They had the capability of doing that a long time ago. It's because there's something in the human they need as like a processor, you know, some kind of, and the, so we call that the soul, the spark. But the, the, the thing is, though, when, when you, you know, it also looks like, as we go further now, um, well, by the way, I'm, I should just play that little part at the table. I just want to save that. You know, I don't want to spoil it because that's such a great scene, the dinner table, that I really think you ought to just go watch it. It's only like, Three ninety nine or some some you know very low. We don't make much, if any, money on that. And with all the, you know, I, I don't know if you understand what's happened to us, but you know what happens to every movie is that they the torrents get it and people download it for free and they don't pay. So that's money out of our pocket. We actually can't make money on the back end because of the pirates. Hope you understand that. We need all the help we can get, right? The more popular it becomes, then the more likely we are to be able to continue on with our work. The, 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 but, but if you think people get rich on indie film, you've, you're sadly mistaken. Indie films are all ripped off on day one. Every single one that goes out into the, the whole thing out there. We found this film on no less than about 70 different torrents already. Some of them downloaded 150 times, 300 times, 500 times already. Now, that would have been significant money that we would have used to pay ourselves back, but robbed, and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, there is. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I mean, there is, but it's a rethinking the whole platform, the whole way of releasing films, Okay is the way because I mean look at it this way I watch everything I watch on Amazon Prime pretty much well I would watch it uh, when I watched uh, Dallas uh, Sonia's film Run Hide Fight which I highly recommend and you know he's the guy that did Dragged Across Concrete with uh, Mel Gibson he got kicked out of Hollywood for uh, being uh, I don't know a chauvinist pig or something anyway he released that film on Ben Shapiro's site, uh, The Daily Wire. So you had to go there and actually sign up to go to watch the film, which I did because I really wanted to see the movie. Then he has another thing he's working on, another portal. I think that's his site. And he's actually got funding for 10 movies. Um, I think he got something like $50 million for 10 films. So that's $5 million apiece. And uh, he told me he's working on two at once and he actually was asking about me pitching a horror movie to that a horror movie that that audience would like and i'm like well here you you know what i mean here you go <laughs> but uh you have to understand we're highly offensive to everybody and and uh 
not not intentionally so, but it's it's you know we made an, an agreement between Larry and I when I was writing the screenplay, and then um, you know we had the idea, and Mike and I were working on the story. It's not like my story. You know, we we concocted it over time. We're trying to figure out how to how to do something for uh, uh, that would look spectacular. This looks really pretty expensive. It sounds, as you can hear, um, fantastic. When they when they take it though, and they 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 you know put it out on uh, digital platforms and things, they do something to the to the mix of those. There's some kind of artifact on there that wasn't there at the final mix. And so that's when we come out with the official 4K. We have a beautiful 4K DVD that I and Larry will supervise the mix and the picture to make sure it's that perfect, you know, that, you know, how directors are always mad that they're not getting the thing that they intended for the audience to see to see. We'll have that when we go to the 4K. And we're working on something now where there's a, with a company that I believe that does the best of it. I just bought um, a copy of Society you know, because they did it a remaster on 4K under Brian Usen's supervision and then came up with a bunch of new art and comic books and things. And it's uh, kind of an expensive thing. I don't know. I think I paid $27 for it, but it's a collector item. And uh, it had all this insane artwork in the front. And it just, you play it, it just, it just pops. It's perfect 4K. So we're not even in 4K. I mean, I think they're playing us in HD, which is 720, and then... Uh, and or 1080, 1080, which is fine. Looks good. The, the, the HDR, we're in the HDR color space. We don't, they didn't mention that. So I don't know what happened to that, but you do see the HDR effect when you're watching it. That means richer, you know, colors, deeper saturation, blacker blacks, bluer blues. You know what I mean? It just makes it all more real. But best to see it in 4K. And then we, of course, we have a 5.1 mix and now it says Dolby Digital 5.1. So that means that they ran it through the Dolby Digital codec. And if that's what they did, the Dolby Digital codec creates artifacts. Because I have one right here. I can run it through Dolby Digital too. And then then you have to re-EQ it to, to get some of that uh, artifact out of there. And so, you know, it's... Uh, but anyway, we're doing whatever we can do. These companies are idiots, man, you know? I'm sorry, but they don't know what they're doing. And so you never, you know, you got to wait... <laughs> for the director's version to come out. But meanwhile, we got a, we got a, a storm on our hands and, um, you know, we've got, uh, you know, people that don't want this movie to come out and it's personal. It's not, uh, you know what I mean? I just have to say it's a, it's a personal thing. It's like persecution, you know, because we're, uh, because of who we are, but also because, uh, some people just don't, understand you know they don't they don't understand so they 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 don't get what the movie's about and they don't their minds well god bless them they're just they just can't figure it out and so they let me read you a couple of reviews that i think are telling and are actually actually hilarious uh but you know i totally recommend it you know what i mean i, I there's there's no way i don't recommend it but here we go I've got these great, uh, wonderful, you know, uh, if you've seen it on Prime and you like it, buy, be sure to stop on Prime, Amazon, you know, and make your review there known. If you liked it, if you sort of liked it, whatever, try to be specific. But we got great film. I liked it so much. I had to watch it again. And so we get a lot of people. I'm one of those that has to watch it more than once. 
I've been watching it more than once, and I'm still learning things about it. But uh, so 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 we get you know, uh, and I I would give it because of the uniqueness. Probably I'd give it five stars. Is it the, is it as good as what's going to happen when we have a fifteen million dollar budget and we can get all eight listers in there? Well, that'll look more polished. But I don't know that it's better. You know what I mean? It is uh, film is hard, and not everyone can do it. But anyway, I know how to do it, but I also know about the backlash from being, you know, with the Lord. You know, there's this backlash. And so there's also, you know, a feeling that I'm not really on the same frequency as a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm trying to, you know, but then again, this was a collaboration with Mike, who's an award-winning producer and, you know, Larry, award-winning director. And so it's not just me out there all alone doing some bizarre thing that nobody can understand, right? And even if that's true, I didn't care. Not going to hurt my feelings. But here, here's, here's one. This is a fantastic film on the edge of my seat the whole way I highly recommend. Okay, that's just, uh, you, know, uh, you know, someone that has a, you know, response. And then we get this. Uh, then we get this. Okay, here's one star. Gross, horrible movie. Gross, just Gross. And I'm not going to tell you who these people are. We might know some of them. Here's another one. I'm no prude by any means, but this was just depraved and disgusting. I do not experience any of the gripping suspense some reviewers raved about. I hung in there for an hour, but I felt like I was wasting my time and valuable brain, brain space. I'm sorry. This uh, person has no idea what they're saying about themselves. Uh, so I stopped watching. Not a turn-on, not suspenseful, not entertaining, total. It's a total waste. And um, as you could hear from the clip that I played, that's, uh, that's not true, right? So, you know, and then we get this gross, just gross. Okay, so if you look at the stars, there's, there's five star and one star and nothing in between. Now, this is what happened on my book, Lamb. It happened on... You know, glass backwards, two things. Uh, just about everything. There's this one star and then five. There's this complete opposite. Um, it doesn't matter what I do. Whether it's write a book, do this, do that. Just, And that lets me know that we're on the right track. Right? We are so offensive. Now, that, now, when we came out with Society, the same thing. Society was one star, five stars. The person that reviewed it in Variety said, this is so disgusting. These people should never be allowed. This is the worst film that I've ever seen in my life. Went screaming from the room. And um, so, but to move on to the next step, we need, you know, so when you're there, oh, they, they write, the, they like to do the negatives, but when you're positive about it, make sure you get over there and give us uh, what we uh, deserve for entertaining you for and getting, giving you something. Listen, you're getting something you could never get from Holly. You think anyone would ever green like that? Girl Next? You're getting something that you, somebody recommended, go watch The Tomorrow War, Put Me to Sleep. Go watch Wrath of Man, Put Me to Sleep. Why? It, it, because I need something to not be so predictable. I watch Run, Hide, Fight by Dallas, you know, that Run, Hide, Fight. Couldn't find it anywhere. Not on Prime. Not on, I don't want to even put money into Prime anymore, but it's a nice website. You now, the, the movie site. Not on uh, Netflix. 
not on pay-per-view, not on Dish, not on, you know, not on Showtime, not on HBO, movie portals, none of that. And uh, what's my review? I give it uh, 10 stars. Just a, a wonderful movie and a great um, performance by uh, The Father is played by uh, Thomas Jane, which I've been a fan of his for a long time. And uh, wow, the actress, I don't know who she is, uh, but uh, in her regular photos, she looks a lot older. But at this, she looked like a high schooler. But anyway, it was just a basic story. You know, I guess it's like a really good TV movie, okay? Wouldn't say it's a big, giant, you know, Cecil B. DeMille thing, fill the screen. But it was a really good story, very realistic about it, what, what could happen in any high school with a shoot 'em up situation. The only thing that um, the producers, I don't know the director. All I know is Dallas, the producer, because that, I, you know, sort of met him online and, you know, because we're kind of, I guess, sort of similar type people. <laughs> so, you know, but, I, but he had seen the, the, the trailer for A Girl Next at Larry Wade Carroll our great director cut the trailer and uh, then I did the sound on it. And then Colin McGinnis did the music on it. I believe that was it. So we had that trailer, you know, that we all worked on and, um, and he loved that. So he contacted me and, you know, that's where we are now. We're supposed to be coming up with a horror movie. You know, I'm not really completely a horror person. But I'm all, you know, but that's kind of the space. It's because there's a lot of sarcasm, too. There's like satire, horror, drama. This is like a psychodrama thriller is more what this is with horrific elements in it. And um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen it, you know, do see it. It's okay, your reaction, if you, you know. I know there were people like friends, you know, like it gets kind of sticky because there's friends on Facebook. And I know they didn't know what to say because they were, you know, probably totally disgusted by it. And <laughs> so, they, you know, they've been tippy to, you know, we're not really even communicating anymore. You know, it gets like that. But, hey, I, I got to be open about stuff. I got to be, uh, you know, I'm here to, 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 to you know, make a go at uh, films. I mean, if, if the Lord wants. I mean, if not, I don't care. I'm way beyond, um, you know, whether I care or not. You know, um, I put God first, you know, and then, and then you know, movies, uh, podcast, whatever else, second, or, or if they're intertwined where he's pulling me along, fine. I, You know, he broke me in that thing, of, you know, the whole, you know, I have to make my mark, you know. I, no, we were really free with this film. And the thing I love about it is we did a lot in post to make it look like a top, I mean, you're getting a top-notch score a beautiful 4k hdr picture you're getting you know and then we went non-union with actor well non-union pretty much all the way but with actors because one to find people that are just right for the role rather than putting a b actor in there so you so you could sell it at the afm or whatever we wouldn't want to do that you know because nobody really watches movies in sale in movie sales what they do is they they look at the trailer and they look at who's in it and that and then they determine what the price would be and then whatever money you get up front there, that's all you're going to see because of the pirates. See what I mean? So the indie people are poor, right? And then, of course, you know, you go film festival to film festival because this movie, we've been requested at hundreds, literally hundreds of festivals want us because of, um, 
you know, because a lot of the indie film don't look very good. You know, this looks like a, a regular studio movie, you know. It doesn't feel like that in a way because you get the raw the rawness, but, I mean, it looks on that level in terms of the looks and feel and sound. So, um, but next will be even even more. <laughs> next will be a complete comic crowd pleaser, but, I mean, there's the same thing in it. There's this whole idea of this, you know, this quantum breaking through the quantum barrier, and then there's people and people have sex. And I think what they're really upset about with the sex is just they just... They go, well, it's not sexy. No, I'm not. Who's Nobody is trying to glorify the sex that's going on in this thing. It like, like to get people horny? That's not, the, that's not the goal. So some a lot of movies do that so they can hook you in because that's all they got. But that's not what's going on here. We're talking about uh, basically what's going on now with the jab is what Girl Next was predicting in its own way. Isn't that something? And so that's why it's, it's now I have to raise, before I didn't talk about it that much, but now that it's been out and proven, then you have to see it. It's a must-see. Must uh, please don't pirate it. You're not gonna, I know it's, the pirates are everywhere, and you just get your VPN, and you hide behind your VPN so you don't get in trouble from downloading it. But I, still, it, you know, it's, look, what is the price over here? What's the... I, I've got to get back to the actual... There's got to be a price for this. I think it's two nine. Is it three ninety nine? Well, three ninety nine. I mean, you know, it, it... I don't know what we're going to get for our, for our, you know, our quarterly statement from Gravitas, the distributor, but, you know, I, I, I'd like it to be substantial. I don't want it to be... I, I see that they've... I also believe that... Uh, Latin America is releasing it or has released it, you know, I think with Spanish, uh, with English subtitles. And then we have been, um, our, our theatrical premiere is going to be in Spain. Uh, why Spain? Because you still have to put it in, you know, subtitles and or dub it. So why would you be in Spain? Because we have, um, you know, an actor and then we have the whole post-production really went on in Spain you know, in, in Barcelona. So we have that. And so that's a reason we've been invited to, um, to, to, to go into the nine, nine cities in, in Spain. And we're working out the details now, so that's not completely worked out. But yeah, you see, in that case, we can show the 4K. We have the 4K DCP, so we can show uh, 4K 551, you know, surround, which is fine for this movie. I mean, it'd be great to have uh, Atmos, Dolby Vision and Atmos, which will be next time pretty sure but this has the good it's great in a theater you know especially in 4k it's really really it's really sharp and it's really saturated i love good color saturation it really puts you into another space so um you know and and i may play more tidbits here and there as 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 we you know as we get um down the road a little bit uh uh I'll play one more. I'll play one more little thing. It's very dramatic, but I'm just gonna. This is the experimentation with Aqua Velva. For doing that, fuck with her. See if I can get to the. Uh, well, we'll just play that little speech of Charlotte, and it's so out of context. I don't think it'll. Well, yeah. 
I'm going to wait. I, I'll play more snippets later, but I'm, I'm kind of a little bit cautious because I don't want, but it's, it's not like it's going to spoil it, but I want you to discover it on your own. But I, maybe I could take some of this out of, well, not out of context, but. Uh, <laughs> anyway, wait for the dinner table scene when Charlotte speaks, you'll see. She says, uh, you know, it's, it's macro now, not micro. You know, it's mass mind control now, not micro. And another thing to look for is when the programming is happening, when the shock treatment, which shock treatment should be pretty, pretty, you know, scary. So when those are going on, even though these are not traditional shock treatments with the big electrodes, they don't need big ones nowadays, or they're a different kind of thing that they put on the head, much smaller. But when that's happening um, and the programming is happening and the, uh, the, 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 the film starts to look at images of, of basically there's images flying by of, uh, you know, Nazis and sex and torture. And, and then, you know, a picture of uh, Dr. West shows up. <laughs> and so far, nobody has gotten that one. And I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll play a little more next time. You know, it's um, it's out now, so I think I don't think um, anyone's going to mind me, uh, you know, doing snippets because, like I said, it's not going to uh, take away. In fact, it's going to intrigue you even more to see it. But you can see from the diction, from the music, and from what you heard, just that little bit about her, you know, in the quantum realm, she's understanding that she's a clone of a clone, that she's a... Uh, that the people are all programmed. The people who are doing the programming, they themselves are programmed, she says, in that sequence. And that's what she's learning while she's being shock-treated and given DMT and things like that on the table. She's having this hallucination where she's actually in it for real, you know, like she's in a real world, talking to herself and then finally, you know, talking, you know, becoming like a mannequin. So there's a room full of mannequins. So there's artistic uh, uh, license and symbology mannequins i.e mannequins represent clones right uh baby represents um dna and the corpse that keeps showing up here and there all over the place and has control represents the realm of the dead the other world and that's the nexus point between that world the realm of the dead. i could tell you the whole thing but so far nobody See, what I just said right now in analyzing the film, if I was teaching a film analysis class for, for what's really an art film, ultimately, it's an art film because it has so much metaphor and simile and similitude and all that in it. Okay, so just that little bit I said, if you were in my class, you'd go, oh, and it would really, it, you'd really be looking for that and that would be the enriching experience. If you don't understand any of those things, if you don't care about the mind control, the biodigital nexus, the whole point of you know the the of the of the drug and the breakthrough and and the interface with the other world, the realm of the dead, or is it the realm of something else? But if that doesn't interest you, or you don't understand that, you will not be you you will not get your little thriller of a girl getting abducted, then trying to find a way to plot against the evil abductors and then get free. Uh, no, we're not doing. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to sort of bait and switch. We're getting in there with that, but then all of a sudden, you know, everybody goes on this adventure, including the mad scientist guy. And you find out that he's been in the program for what? 20, 30, 40 years? His whole life he's been in the program. 
What program? Program getting plucked out of MIT, getting plucked out of uh, you know, Royal College of London, getting plucked out of the, you know, these places and, and uh, basically put to work at the CIA. His whole life has been trauma-based mind control programming now of, of girls turning them into Sophia dolls. The Sophia is a certain model of compliant doll that they ship that a guy in a black limo comes up, guys with little com, comms on their ears wearing dark glasses and black suits, show up and take the girl away. And uh, the, the operation goes on for so long, and then all of a sudden, Lorian gets dropped off, and she's not like the others. And uh, then you realize the entire thing is an experiment, and that they're being experimented on, and that Lorian's part of it, you know, of the, of the taking data off the, uh, what we call aqua velva, the drug. Okay, now, does that sound intriguing to you? You bet it does. You bet it does. And even, but it's an entertainment. It's not meant to be research, although I am very prescient in my writing. Even Mike Muscal, he told me, he said, look, please don't write anymore because everything you write comes true eventually. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, well, this did. Girl Next is prophetic. And it is a glimpse into what they're up to. And it is at the same time an adventure of, uh, you know, this thing. It makes you wonder, are we clones? It makes you question. Now, that, that review from that one person that was obviously discussed, she goes, I hung in there for an hour. This is a, you know, this is a, what we call an earth dweller. This is somebody that has no intellectual capability or no curiosity whatsoever about anything. And so, you know, they just, they just turn it on. It's not, you know, it's not going to be like regular movie, but a regular movie. But I can tell you this, the, the extreme disparity between responses, either A or F, and the people that are A are very enthusiastic, five stars or 10 stars, very enthusiastic. Although we have a lot of nines and eights because, you know, we're not a studio film. So probably we'll wait for those, you know. Across the board, we, we have to put a star-studded cast in there to get, you know, and that's fine. That's people, you know, they're entitled to that. If they're going to spend three ninety nine get an A-list cast or three ninety nine get a get a get a cast of actors they haven't heard before. Because then when you see people you haven't really seen before, you have to accept them. It takes time. When you see someone that you've seen before, a star that you already know, you will immediately accept them. And uh, I, I do predict that there will be some... Uh, people coming out of Girl Next that will be working, that you will be seeing out there. And when I did the film Dementia, which was a long story about how that got really kind of stolen from me, um, but I did it, and I, you know, and then they, they took it and retitled it. I don't like that title, Dementia. It was originally called Unity of Opposites, but uh, Matt Schultz, first film that he had done, and he got launched into Fast and Furious, so he became a star, Azura Sky was in it. She became a star. She's a, became a you know, big TV actress. And, and uh, that was it. But that was two, two of them out of the cast that uh, became stars. And I actually had invitation to continue to direct based on that film. And um, I don't, I, you know, there's some things I don't like about it. And, you know, I mean, it was a long time ago. But there's there's been some nice, you know, like one guy said in a review that, that it reminded him of, uh, oh, you can't find the film. They buried it because, maybe because of me, I don't know. You know, it's weird. But uh, 
he was saying something like, yeah, it still has the, the echo or the feeling of a Brian Usner or a Stuart Gordon film, even though without all the monsters and effects and stuff. And I took that as a, a really great compliment because that's a, a great space to be in. And the next one we have, The Quantum Devil, which is the next step of the adventure into this quantum thing. You see, what gets revealed eventually is the connection between this old guy, this old mad scientist guy, that's, that's the head of the quantum devil. That's the head main guy, Cerno, and then Heinrich, and these two events that are going on. Girl next is going on simultaneously with uh, the quantum devil. So, so it's very interesting, and it's a whole different take on the realm of death and quantum physics and quantum mechanics of parallel universes, and the use of a, a special drug that uh, we could just call it quantamine, if you like, but it was called aqua velva in blue velvet, and then more about that. I also have other questions, though, that need to be answered. And some of those are, you know, like, for example, to create the world that was created, you know, Cerno, he hooks up to all the minds of everybody in a mind link that uses that to create a world. Uh Hello? That's right. It parallels what's going on today. They need to link all of us up. Somehow, they can't exactly discard the biological because there's something about the soul, but at the same time, the idea of creating these digital twins, you know, in the digital realm. And, you know, one person told me, one uh, cast member actually in, in Girl Next said, she believes that the, 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 the bio-digital nexus point, which is talked about in Girl Next and pretty much nowhere else, uh, that point between the two is where the power is. And I thought, isn't that interesting? I've been thinking about that ever since she said it. See, we don't have all the answers. We're on the adventure too. You know, and we're seeing it. Now, what's the whole thing of sex? Well, sex is very misunderstood because it's a... Uh, you know, when you're talking about mind linking and sex, you know, people can't help themselves, you know, and they're, they're not going to behave like a normal thing, like I'm a this or I'm a gay or I'm a heterosexual or I'm this or I'm that. They don't, you know, it, it's like a, it's a window into something, into something deeper. It's not, we don't use it for, you know, to turn on the audience. <laughs> the, the other thing about... um you know, the note about, you know, people say, well, there's no suspense. And it's like, of, of course, there's suspense. If you're on the same wavelength, you're going to stay on the, you're not going to leave. I, you, when I get it started, even now, after I've seen it a billion times, I did the sound uh, job on it. You know, I edited the dialogue, music editing, you know, you name it. I had to do it. You know, I had a lot of work. I still was like, once it starts, I'm, I'm there. It has me gripped in. And I'm still, I learned something the other day about it. Uh, you know, still, after all this time, I'm still learning something about it. And I forgot, I, I hope I wrote it down somewhere. I told Larry, don't forget it. It has, it's definitely going to inform the next story. I, I, uh, it has to do with, uh, uh, you know, the dead and then bringing the dead back from the realm of the dead into the physical world. And what is the interface of, you know, and then there are de there's demons there, you know, there's 
winged creatures, you know, like reptilian creatures with wings and stuff. And but they can take on a human form as well. So the, there is this this thing that we're playing with for the next. That's going to be developing. You'll be seeing it as 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 it goes, as our series continues. This is like a quartet, but then I feel that we're going to have a web series at some point that will keep answering more questions and because really it is a journey of questions and those questions keep me on the edge of my seat what do you mean she's a clone of a clone what does that mean who is this Lorian West why is her name West what connection does she have to Dr. Louis Jolion West who is Shauna in society what is she, what role does she how is she connected to West Etc. 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 It just keeps going. So for me, I want to find out what, where that's headed, and it seems that we're ahead of where, where what you know about Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset was all a lie. All that was a lie. His book is a lie. I told you about the lying narrator, right? Well, he's a lying narrator. That's the lie. That's not what they're up to. They're not up for a great reset. That's all a lie. I told you it's a lie. I knew it was from the beginning. And I knew it was because I was informed from, from Girl Next that it is. They have no intention of having a utopia for humans or putting humans in little boxes and then having them just live there like that. They have no intention of that at all. What they want is the linking, this this grand, you know, it's, humans right now are an experiment. I mean, you have no will. You know, they they're basically put all their guns on you and their nukes and everything else. Like, if you don't take this jab, you're not going to work. And what people don't understand is it's not just a bioweapon, but it's an end of humanity um, event. End of humanity event. Now, I'm sorry for the people that uh, took it, but there's nothing I can do about it at this point. They can... There is, there is some treatment for rehabilitation for those people. Oh, they don't know it now. They're arrogant and walking around like they've, they've been patriotic. They're nothing but dupes. And, you know, they, they have IQ. They've failed the IQ test. This is an IQ test that the Holy Spirit must be on you to understand. You do not put anything in your system that alters genes. They go, well, it doesn't touch the nucleus of the cell. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's creating spike proteins and it changes the entire system of a person into, you know, creating an immune response for something that doesn't exist. So it attacks the body in different ways with a lot of people. That's why they get heart attacks. Brain, their brains melt to nothing. You know that, right? When there's prions in the brain, it breaks the blood-brain barrier. Okay, that's enough for me to say no. And when it breaks the blood-brain barrier, what does it do? It melts the fucking brain. Why do they not care about the brain? Because what they're after is the genetic code, but they're after the consciousness. That's why they're trying to get everybody on the same page. They want to clone the consciousness of all humanity. That's why it's important that everybody gets the jab, you see, so they can be magnetized. Once they're magnetized, they're ready to be hooked up. Not you say AI, that's a nebulous thing. What's magnetism? It's 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 the transmission of data to and from the bodies, but it's it's but they want to make it a main link because what can you do when you link people together? You can create worlds. You can create 
It's nothing less than the usurpation of the power of the Almighty Creator God to be able to create like He does at their own behest and will. Otherwise, they could have just killed us all. A lot of people say, well, there's a restraining hand of God. Yeah, well, I'm sure God's in this. It may be very hard to figure out how, how, how that works. But anyway, I just saw the last 20 minutes of Quantum Devil of Larry's Cut in the first. See, Larry and I see so eye to eye on things. I'd like directors, our favorite directors, you know, like Kubrick and Lynch and stuff like that. Our favorite people, the thing we do. And, you know, when he has a cut he likes, I usually like it. I had a few notes. I like two notes or something. I mean, it's, that's how tight it is. As tight as a drum. Because when he shoots, he edits in the camera. Now, I, I'm probably going to, you know, I mean, I don't really feel up to, um, you know, directing like he was to be with like, like a, you know, 150 people crew and running around. And I'd, I'd have to get in better shape. But what I am going to do is uh, there was a film that was lost. I can't explain my behavior before. I didn't even know what happened. In fact, my memories are all screwed up from those times. It was called Angel's Tide. And um, we're going to uh, give it the sound job it needs and, you know, you know music and, and reproduction. You know, we're re- going to redo the film beginning with the restoration of the picture from a, a beautiful 35-millimeter print that I've got. It's got some scratches, but the process I'm going to use is called a wet gate treatment. And what that does is that wet, wet gate, it runs the film through this wet gate and it repairs like scratches and it ends up becoming digitized to a 4K video. So that's what we're going to get to start with. And then we're going to, we're going to you know, hopefully Larry will help me in, the, in you know, recutting it for, for smoothness. And, but, you know, what a lot of people would cut awkward moments between characters. You know, I, I realize if you had A-list characters and they're having an awkward moment, it's okay. But if you don't know who the actors are and they're having an awkward moment, you go bad acting. Right, Trish? It's true. I've done a study on this. I know it's true. If you accept the actor, then you'll accept something that might look borderline, uh, but if but you won't accept it from somebody that you don't know because you're still trying to accept them because no one's told you to accept them yet because the fan magazines have not said, oh, cool, you know, because Satan hasn't given his blessing, <laughs> whatever. Oh, here it is. Should I tell him this? The secret of secrets of the quantum realm. I dare not say. Because if you take it too literally, like a lot of people on this this broadcast, on the Jeff Report, they've given it one star or five stars. Lamb, one or five. There's some twos and threes. On IMDb, it's a mix of... It's mainly, you know, kind of up there. It's up there around six and something. It's up kind of, you know, eight, a lot of eights, a lot of, a lot of seven, eight, nine area, less tens. And then there's a whole row of like ones. And it's just really controversial. It's just like, there's no consensus. It's just really, you know, I don't know. It's, it's kind of blowing up. A lot of people are watching now. And, um, uh, there's arguments all over the place. So the, they, people might even just get into fisticuffs or fistfights over it. 
Look, I can't help it if they don't understand us. Like, Larry understood it. I don't know about Mike. You think Mike understood what we were doing? I'm not even sure I understand completely what we're doing, which is why I have to keep going. Questions posed in Girl Next need to be answered in successive. It needs to be leading to a grand finale, doesn't it not? I mean, a grand finale. And that would be Dragon Island, the final in the quartet. Getting down to the nitty-gritty of the military-industrial complex. And that's that one... That's $50 million right there. I mean, that's a huge epic involving evil surfers and, and good surfers, but big waves and islands that have these properties and the fight for the quantum realm by the, you know, the G20, the, you know, the military industrial complex. And then the revelation of who the dragon really is, who began in Sumerian literature, I believe, is Tiamat, the dragon, the woman. Yeah, the, the great mother dragon, or her human form, of course, is Tia, a beautiful, the most beautiful girl in the world, so a woman, I should say woman, or I'm a chauvinist, the most beautiful woman in the world, the most seductive, beautiful, powerful, the dragon. They say the dragon gave birth to Satan in the form of Marduk. So we've got that work, and the great finale, going back to the mythology of the past and the future, and then the dragon is there. The dragon's still around. But I found sex to be a very powerful thing. I mean, I guess this woman that rated it, she, like a lot of them, the other one just said, this is completely disgusting and, and horrible. When Rick Fry and I wrote the uh, screenplay to Society, we were in a writing program um, at MGM, for gifted writers. <laughs> and uh, we had shown that to the leader, who has since passed on, like Rick and everybody. Gee, they just, boy, this death thing is really something. Anyway, you know, we got kicked out of there. And then the leader, a woman, and she had gotten some big films produced from that class. There wasn't a class, it was like a workshop. And from the workshops, a very big, enduring films got produced. We got kicked out. She went up to Bend, Oregon to go fishing. And they were in a, in a group on a boat. And she met a guy that said, he said, well, where are you from? He goes, I'm from Los Angeles. I'm heading down to L.A. to work on this movie, Society, on the boat. And he said she about fainted. She fainted, pretty much. It was like a big punch in the gut. Karma, you know what I mean? What are the odds on that? He gets on the boat. The last thing she wants to hear is that society that she kicked us out for would be going into production, right? And he tells her he's not only going into production, but he's going down there to work on it himself. He's an employee of, of, the, of, the, of the production. And she just about lost it. You know, she, she totally lost it. And... uh and, you know, and, and, but she told us the screenplay was disgusting and horrible and awful. And, you know, people aren't like that and they don't have satanic ritual orgies where people get killed or anything like that. That's all bullshit. And, uh, you know, right. Like, like she's like gatekeeper. A lot of these people are gatekeepers. Like right now with the film, if they could stop girl next, they want to stop it, you know, stop it from advancing because it's revealing certain secrets. 
It's revealing certain desires. It's awakening desires in people who want to know more about the quantum realm, want to know more about, you know, etern, etern, you know, eternity, and want to know more about life and death. Want to know more about what this is. And then later, Lorian says, and this is this is problematic, but we have to address this in the future with Lorian, and that is. She's a clone of a clone. Not just programming, but a clone of a clone, she says. Now, I don't remember writing that. I really don't. It, and I don't, I said, Larry, is that what really was in the script? He goes, yeah, that was in the script. So how did that get there? She's a clone of a clone. Now, that throws the whole thing off. It's like, wait a second now. She's talking about cloning and programming. And so being an innocent, uh, you know, nice. When we wrote the descriptions out for Girl Next to be a blurb for you to read what the story's about, some of them are so lame that I, we probably do deserve to be marked down to one star. Because it's not about what we said. It's not about, you know, a young, a perfect American girl that gets abducted. She's got to find a way to, you know, not be programmed and turned into a Sophia doll uh, like the others and, uh, you know, turn the tables on these guys. So I learned something, you know, spoiler alert. Well, I'm not going to, I've already spoiled it to me. You know, it's, it's, I've, I've, I've really piqued your interest, but she is not reliable, as a narrator, I'll just say that. She had me fooled now. And so now we got clone of a clone. Well, in the Quantum Devil movie, that's, we're going to be coming out with that in November, okay? It's real quick coming out because people need, they want it now. So here's the deal on that. It gives you a little bit more of an answer about the connection between the world of the dead and the quantum realm. What's the connection? Do you know? You know, people say, well, why do you want to know about that? All you got to know is Jesus Christ is Lord, right? And that's it. Just be happy. Why do you got to dig into all this stuff? And that's some of the response we get. Why do you, what, you know, this is... You know, meh. I don't. I don't care about all this. After they, they did. They're just doing it for shock value. They say they're just trying to be a cult film. We're not trying to be anything. It's an honest movie. We made an honest effort, and those people lie. They watch the trailer and give it a review without actually watching the movie because that's what they're paid to do. Now, people that you see that just do reviews, not on Amazon but on other platforms, they just that's all they do is reviews all day. Yeah, and they're there to uh, make sure none of this th- none of this gets through. So we need your help to you know, if you like it, not you know, being honest. You know, if you guys like, make sure you back up that liking. It. And w- what did you like about it? You know, what was it about it that 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 get you going? That get your juices flowing? What was it about it? Now, admittedly, this Heinrich, you know, he fucks everything that moves. I understand he's got a problem, but that's not my focus. That's just a byproduct of the. That's just his. He's a depraved guy. You know, he's having incest with his, you know, he's having incest, he's having, he's having, all, you know, every variety there is, and that's just the way he is. You know, I would call him 
omnisexual, but really what his drive is, he wants to find out the secret of the universe. That's his drive. And as a byproduct of all this, you know, and probably a byproduct of the drug, the experimental drug, which he calls Aquavalva, he has these sexual appetites, but, you know, and also appetites for killing too. And, you know, but that's nothing compared to Klaus Schwab. That's nothing compared to these perverts here doing everything, trying to turn, you know, trying to, you know, castrate males and all the shit they're doing. That's way more, you know, it, that's all, that's all out of the Adolf Hitler, Nazi, 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 Nazi. Listen, it all comes from Germany. They have to all speak German in their secret societies. I wasn't going to tell you that. My grandfather spoke fluent German. He never, he dropped out of ninth grade. Where did he learn that? Why did he have to learn that? Because he was in that club. The same club that is the military industrial complex here. Raytheon, Boeing. Okay? Those kind of guys. Area 51. You know, the atomic bomb, the hydrogen bomb. That club. Klaus Schwab. Bill Gates. The Tool Society. Bavarian Illuminati. You know, Bavaria. Germany, Nazi, spaceships, meetings, Antarctica, the final solution, genetic program, eugenics, Nazi, 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 Nazi. But they're not Nazis. They don't give a shit about the people. The whole, they need to use them though. The Bible answers exactly what these guys are up to. They want to put themselves above the Most High God, right? They want to put themselves above the Most High God. They want to have what he has. They want to do what he does. But they want to do it out of their own will. What's their favorite thing to do to humanity? They, basically, they say humans are all slaves. They just don't know it. We give them the illusion of choice so they, so they feel happy. That's what we've been living in our whole lives. We've been slaves. The only freedom I have is in Christ. That is the door to it all. But I can't explain it to you. It's, it's Half of it's experiential, so you have to be there. And I just don't want to leave that out because the Lord is actually explaining to us what the quantum realm is. Yes, we have desires to know, but guess what? His thoughts are above our thoughts, his ways above our ways. If he didn't want us looking into this, he would have stopped us because we put him first. I would have been stopped. I've done nothing that's outside the will of God. Nothing. Oh, I'm accused of everything by human. Aren't you human too? Yeah, I'm human. I'm not like other humans, I suppose. We're all different in our own ways. Some of us have a great curiosity about things. Everything the, the Bible indicates about a lot's missing. A lot has to be filled in, but the idea that, you know, you're dealing with the realm of the dead and dealing with demons and creatures and other things like that and other worlds that get created. And what about the connection between the quantum realm or realms and the world of dreams? Dreams that you, you know, and what about collective dreams where... Two or three people dreaming the same thing. Creating a very real world. 
All of this comes to play in this new lying Klaus chapter. He is just the, you know, he is just the appointed head. He's not the, uh, you know, it's like, uh, which is going to be the new committee called Satan? Is Satan a title like president? And, and people fight it out to see who's going to be that president for that time. You know, I mean, there is there's something to that too. But nobody looks into it, but we're going to look into it. So what I want to find out, and, and I think the next thing that you'll see from us is, uh, and again, these are entertainments. You know, these are meant to make you laugh. Because if you're on the, this path of knowledge, no, you don't go there to take notes like you're going to learn something. You go there and it just... It's an experience. The Girl Next is basically the Girl Next experience. If you watch it, you get into it, it's a, you feel tired at the end, like you've been through something. So that's what it really is. And a lot of people are just not willing to you know, go there. Their, program, their programming starts breaking down, right? Like if it challenges your programming, be sure to reject it. Reject it out of hand as being stupid and a meth thing because it's just like, you know, it's really stupid. It's dumb. But, but then they want to stop other people from seeing it. And, you know, they, 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 they just they become crazy. Then you ask them, do you remember anything that happened in the film? And they go, no. I couldn't stand watching it after five minutes. It was so amateurish. Lousy camera work, too. Lousy acting. Well... One actress won Best Actress, and the cameraman won Best European Cinematographer, I guess, but trashy cameras. and Lousy angles by Larry. He didn't seem to understand how to work the camera. and Any kind of excuse. And really what the truth is, is it's a, a disruptive piece of work. And people just want to be lulled to sleep. They don't want to have anything challenge that but lambs people like me i just suck it in it sucks me in and i just i just take it in i'm like yeah and it makes me start thinking about stuff and very stimulating you know what i mean but as far as all the nudity and it's not just there for shock value it's just there for for it's it's like art are there nude people in art are they having sex in those picnics where they got the nude girl and they're sitting all around under there what do you think they're doing under there under that tree you know (laughs) So anyway, uh, interesting ride. I, um, but of the negative people, I have yet to hear one. Or they'll say, oh, I see this is about these complex ideas, but, you know, it, it's just that's not the reason I look at movies. It just kind of left me cold. You know, they'll try to accommodate. They'll try to find any way they can to put you down. It, but, you know, cream will rise to the top. It's going to have its place. When we started off with society, I think it was like domestically, we got kicked out of here. We did, we were we were denied uh, distribution and got a one star out of a variety. And then we got five stars out of England. Then we came back and now we sit at like 4.5. <laughs> because the humans, they can't quite, you know, they just, they just can't, you know, God bless them. They just can't seem to really understand, you know, when something's different. It's just... Eventually, though, people accept. 
you know, eventually they, you know, once they get used to the idea, then they realize, oh, it's not the pablum that I get every day out of Netflix. Oh, cool. Like this, this Tomorrow War was highly recommended to me. I mean, it was like, you know, I know what you've said about movies, but you know, this one's back. And I'm like, what you want? You watered down Terminator? Is that what we're talking about? You future war with aliens in the future. And you got to recruit people from the past to jump into the future and, and, and go fight them. Uh, give me, you know, I'd rather have watched, I'd rather see something like this. Something I'd rather not have ever seen Girl Max and see it from scratch than see that. Because then at least I'd be, you know, stimulated. I feel like I'd, you know, not like one of these critics here who said they uh, felt like they, they didn't want to waste precious brain time. Oh, my God. In the context of the subject matter we're talking about, and what the uh, you know the very the very you know uh, original uh, movie is talking about or what it's aspiring to do, uh, I need to preserve brain space. I need to go watch you, you know um, something like you know whatever is the latest thing. I need to preserve brain space. So after an hour, I I had to go. But it's 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 absolutely horrible. Absolutely, absolutely. Please don't watch it. And if you watch it and like it, I'm going to hate you. It, 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 there's no suspense. It's just, it, 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 here's the other thing they do. Here's what they used to do with the Zeph report. Oh, I listened for a while, but, the, you know, Zeph is boring. You know, it's boring. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, I don't really care. You know, I want to hear someone that's really got a prophetic gift or who's really got a, you know, who's really grounded in the word or really, you know, on fire for the, you know, this is boring. And for every guy like that, we have a few more that say, um, hey, brother, we're hanging out together and Zeph's talking. I'm, you, know, we, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm the leader. That doesn't mean this is a show to entertain. It's just we're hanging out, you know. But they, they, they it just shows me when they say it's boring, they, they, want to, they want me to entertain them like some kind of a, a trained monkey, a trained seal. There are the seal men. Yes, the seal men showed up in Dragon Island and then they, they made, the, well, I'm not going to say more about the seal men. I have to watch my tongue. I have to watch the, the... I don't want to give away things that should be given away, but I'll, I'll be playing a little more of the Girl Next uh, specific things, but you can tell there's... You know, you could tell just from the little you heard that uh, of the quality of it. So, so, so when you see people talking that kind of trash, you can get right in their face and write another review that just says this thing, the mix, the picture, all that's, you know... It's, uh, we know that's good. But we don't think it's for everybody. Best review we got were 9 out of 10 by Film Threat. Film Threat's a very respected indie magazine. The best, actually. And that means more to me than all the other trash and all the other, you know, all the other good reviews, too. I mean, that's like the best good review. We've had also other good reviews. We've also had people, you know, uh, trash it by saying, you know, I don't know, like, they they don't say anything. They just say it's rubbish. And I'm it's like, well, rubbish might be a guy with a an iPhone going out and trying to, you know, 
be a filmmaker and filming his family, you know, you know, jumping around in the living room or something or, you know, pretending there's some boogeyman out there or something like that. It's all real cheap and cheesy and kind of stupid and bad dialogue and no acting. And you know what I mean? That'd say, well, that that's rubbish doing almost no work and expected to be applauded. You know, sometimes people pull that off, but usually not. But uh, when, when, you know, or they go, it looks like these filmmakers really tried. But, uh, you know, with all the confusing ideas. Confusing? There's nothing confusing. There's not one confusing thing in it. There are questions left unanswered because we, they're cosmic questions. They're questions that are, you know, for humanity. They're questions for us to, to explore. But, you know, that's like, what's the nature of being? You know, oh, they didn't answer that. It's a bad movie. You know, so I'm, yeah, I understand that movies are for masses and you're dealing with a lower IQ level. I understand that. I just don't want to believe it. I believe that there's a lot of people that are starved. I'll bet there are people out there who say, well, you know what? It's not really my cup of tea movie-wise, but it really made me think a lot. See that? I'll take that all day long. And that's not a waste of time. If you were made to think a lot, then... um, then, then, then good. What I'm thinking about when I see it is, you know, what the hell is Lorian doing saying she's a clone of a clone? Why is she saying that? I didn't know she was good. Then other character, Misha, says about her that she was dropped in uh, as part of a big experiment to take the data off the aqua velva, the drug, which tore Heinrich apart. And... Then the way she uh, conducted herself, obviously she was in the program. But are people in the program clones? Are we all clones? So these are things that that come out at you. That you know, there's one thing she said: "I'm a a a, a program clone. I was programmed by people who themselves are programmed." It's so much easier when you accept, she says, when you go along. At the same time, she's like 21-year-old, beautiful, you know, almost like child-woman combo, you know, almost a Lolita thing going on there. So it's just a very, 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 I'd say, controversial thing. And uh, it's... I, I don't know. I just thought that uh, when I saw it, I got so much enjoyment out of it that I thought, well, I, other people must get enjoyment out too. And I guess uh, it's 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 kind of mixed. I, I, you know, it's like two-thirds, you know, I saw you on the positive side as far as the reviews I've seen, like a third or just like um, don't understand. You know what I mean? Or, or they're not looking at it because they're not proving that they saw anything. You know what I mean? They're just saying it's bad, that's it, you know, with no explanation. If it's me, I don't give reviews because I don't like to slam people. And if, you know what I mean, a lot of, like, movies that I may not like personally have a lot of integrity. I, I don't really want to get in there. Mince, mince. Every once in a while I'll do a movie review if the movies really gets me thinking about stuff. You know, I think, you know, something like, uh, or if I really like it from nostalgia, like, for example, I love Apocalypse Now, 
it's really a two-act play. Stanley Kubrick's, uh, uh, you know, Full Metal Jack is also two acts. And that's an interesting thing. Or, or if you like it, six acts, three and three. You can look at it that way. But it's two halves. And uh, I'm interested in that. And structural things are different. I like Terrence Malick's uh, Badlands, and that just wandered from thing to thing. You know, a lot of people will say, it's so boring, it just wanders from thing to thing. It did have Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek, though, which was good. And they just kind of meander around, and finally, you know, they get caught again. Uh, yeah, well, but it was about much more than that. You know, it, it, it created a certain reality that was, you know, identifiable to America at that time. You know, and, and, and it brought up lots of issues about, you know, poverty, education, you know, incarceration, you know, criminals, the, the, the law enforcement, you know, brought up all these questions without even delving into anything. So it's, it's, it's uh, they called it a near masterpiece, the world, but the world didn't really love it. The world didn't really love it. You know, the, the intelligentsia loved it. And those guys are like gatekeepers. And what, what, what was good about it? It had kind of the anti-hero glorified, and that's why Hollywood accepted it. That's why Terry Malick got accepted, in my opinion. Because of the, you know, when you have a... For example, I've always wanted to do a, a film about, um, you know, a really wild, reckless couple, you know, a Bonnie and Clyde type film, you know. And one day I'll do it. I mean, God willing, you know, if possible, if possible. I wouldn't do it right, though, you know, with the right budget and everything else. And, um, you know, basically, you know, they, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, you know, they became somewhat of heroes to some people and then feared by others, but they were cold-blooded killers. They Oliver Stone did it with Mickey and Mallory. You remember that? The Mickey and Mallory show. <laughs> what was that called? Uh, but, you know, a similar thing. I've seen another. There's another one, too, that's kind of like had a Brad Pitt-like guy in it and, and a gal. And they were, they, you know, killed a whole diner full of people. And they were sitting there talking about American values. And he was kind of a conservative guy talking about how great the country could be and sounding like Ronald Reagan, even though he just killed all these people. And I was mildly amused at that, but it was so derivative. So, but, yeah, I still have that in mind, you know, and that would be, uh, that'd take a lot of stamina, though, to do that. Because I like the road. I come across these little towns, half half down, half ghost town. There's a bank there. You know what I mean? You just think, wow. So, you know, that's probably a more acceptable thing. But, I mean, this thing was uh, Girl Next is basically CIA programming. It's uh, using CIA, military industrial, World War II, uh, MK Ultra techniques to create these Sophia dolls, but it's really about the quantum realm. And it's really about the, the experimenters become the experimented on. So I don't know. I just love that. So that's so delicious to me. And all in a, in a film that we could actually accomplish. We just didn't have much money to, to do it. So, I mean, we're thrilled that it, you know, that it became that. So that's my best uh, pitch to see it. I just, I just perceive that people were tired of getting... The same old thing. Out of indie film, it, it seems we're always now in indie film. It seems it's all gone woke and everything. It's all focused on this sort of culture war, and that's so. I talk about boring. I can't stand that. You know what I mean? And 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 I know they get upset. Like we got chastised. One guy was saying, 
well, you know, the LGBT community is going to be mad at you for, you know, and I'm not going to say why, but say, and I'm like, I didn't realize I had to get permission to, you know, from all these different um, cultural mavens to be able to express my, you know, first, first amendment right and tell a story. Wow. What a fucking backwards, you know, uh, you know, uneducated, stupid America we have now. You know, falling in line with the mind control, you know, you need to go, you know, next thing you know, they'll say you need to go get permission from this one or that one or whatever else to just, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually start, um, you know, doling out, you know, you know, take the oxygen out of the atmosphere and start doling out oxygen tanks. And if you're a good boy or a good girl, you get your oxygen for the day. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets to that level. People just get in line. There was a guy that was, you know, in a death rattle after the the jab, and, the, and they had to push the gurney through the line, and the guy, the people in line just sat there like zombies in line to get their jab. You know that probably about, you know, my my estimation of people dead. I think about a million people are dead, and I think probably about you know, a hundred, you know. Close to to you know fifty million people have uh, had. Um, uh, this is just my opinion. It's by just by projection. F- about fifty million or more people have had um, complications from the jab. And and what I mean complications, I mean things that have gone wrong that haven't been repaired yet. Things that have gone wrong that they're not sure how to fix it or they might have to live with it. In other words, maiming them in some way. But that I feel like around a million people are dead because the statistics are showing me 10,000 dead on the VARES, okay? And I figure that's very underreported. And they're covering up the deaths and they're covering up the, uh, the symptoms uh, from the jab. People are, you know, and then there's a number of people who seem to be functional. That's true, too. But those people, though, can, that can also attach silverware to their to their body and it sticks so they've been magnetized the purpose of magnetization is programming folks it's programming now some people are saying it's a way to extract your soul well yes and well it's a way to put your soul in prison so the soul is not really you know that it's a problematic thing for them that's why they, a digital clone doesn't have a soul problem you know I think they're undecided. I'm not sure they, they you know, they, if they can rule in the, in the digital realm, if they, if they make a transition from biological to digital, they die. So they, they, they can't do that. So they have to keep both going. And so it's, it's kind of interesting as to where they are. At the same time, there are portals and beings and things going on about control of this quantum, you know, the quantum dimensions and quantum computers that also, you know, they're also trying to, you know, recreate God, the God particles, so they could then use that to then create their own universe through CERN. Some people say they're trying to open up the bottomless pit. The bottomless pit is just a doorway to other, you know, the, the quantum realm. The barrier, there's a barrier there. And so that's kind of what we're dealing with. And, and yes, uh, no, no. We do not definitively answer anything. We just say, hey, here's some answers kind of on the way, but here's more questions. 
And that's where we're at. We're, we're, like, we're not going to say, okay, this is this and that's that. Um, we're going to show how it could be that, it could be this, and, and yet there's still room for the viewer to think. You know what I mean? And, and, and as we start uh, getting into the, the parallel between the realm of death and begging the question, can we bring back the dead? Now, I know all of you guys are going to say, of course not. Once you're dead, you're dead. That's it. Your soul goes, and you know that's without the soul, you've got nothing, right? You just have a, you know, a clone, if you will, right? Uh, and that may be true, but that's not going to stop people from bringing people back from the realm. Of the dead. In other words, if you could go to another realm, another dimension, and the people that are dead here are alive there, and you could find a way to bring that person back. Uh, I know what you're thinking. That's probably Satan making you think that's a real person, but it, it may not be. Well, that I'm, I'm not contradicting that at all. I'm just saying, would they try to bring that person back? And if that person did come back, whatever form, whatever you believe about that person, what would they be considered to be? Clone? Person? Abomination? Is the realm of the dead, the quantum realm? Is that the realm that the uh, demons are in? Do the demons rule over that realm? Does someone rule over it? Does God allow someone to rule over it? And what would be the point of, you know, if the quantum realm really dictates what this is here on earth? And uh, then I would say that the elect, the elect of this earth, the Klaus Schwab's, the Bill Gates's, those kind of people, in that hierarchy, in that pyramid, are then the, the earthly manifestations of those ruling over the earth. Because whatever they say goes. Because right now they've killed a lot of people and nobody cares because they're getting ready to destroy all humanity and change it forever, and nobody can stop it. Nobody can do anything. And now we're seeing the book of Revelation unfolding exactly. Who can make war with a beast? So who is the beast? It's these people. But they're part of this bigger world that they represent that, you know, wants to, you know, that controls this world from that position. Okay, we humans want to remain human intact. And, and the Bible talks about, you know, we will be with the Lord, the new Jerusalem. Uh, heaven and earth have passed away. There'll be a new heaven, new earth. And another, uh, you know, a, a something pretty much the opposite of this is what we desire. And we would like to escape this, right? But they want to rule over this. And they want people to be compliant. But as they get the jab... Here's my question. Do they get dull? Do they dull like a dull knife when they get the jab? Do they? Are they? Are they different? Have you people in families when people have the jab, have you noticed anything about their personalities? Because that's what I'd like to know. And then what's next? Now that they're saying you have to get the jab, well, what's next is there, there seems to be some reversal afoot in that the people that have been jabbed are now dangerous 
for regular humans to be around. And most humans in America don't really want the jab. When I say a million people, I mean worldwide, obviously, dead. Well, I don't know. It could be much more than that. It could be much less than that. But, I mean, it's just that I don't, I don't think the VAERS thing has it's got all the people listed that have problems. Let's put it that way. I think you'd agree with that, right? Okay, so, uh, you know, what's next? What are they going to do to us next? You know, I mean, they said you got to get the jab. You got to survive that COVID. We got the Delta variant. Now they've got the Lambda, the Lambda variant, okay? The Lambda variant, okay? So they really want you to get the jab and they want you to be magnetized, filled with nanobots and what's in the, what's in the, the jab? Graphene, Mr. Trump. Graphene, buddy. Graphene oxide, and that's how they make what? They make nanobots from graphene oxide, don't they? Because it does what? It magnetizes the body when they shoot it into you, does it not? Okay, and why would they want you to be magnetic? So you could become a transceiver. So you could be controlled through frequencies that, uh, you know, that are you know magnetic uh, you, you know that are that are that are that are basically um, that magnetics respond to you know uh, certain kinds of five G frequencies and other frequencies that uh, take over anything magnetized and can turn you into a they could probably turn you into a musical instrument if they could do that. They could have your body playing. And you could be you know your 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 arm could be singing something. Right, because once the nanobots are magnetized and then programmed, they could do whatever they want inside your body. They could kill you if you act up. They could make you comply. They could make you do things. They certainly will be able to make people do any kind of sex act they want. And so, why shouldn't I put that in a movie? Right, since they all, you know, they understand the connection between sex and death too. Most people don't understand that sex and death are connected. Eh, well, why even bother explaining it to them? Go read the James Joyce uh, and bypass. Never mind. All right, well, for you guys, for you guys, yes, I'll say it. Sex and death. Uh, for them, there is no sex without death. They're rituals. That's why they're death sacrifices and they're rituals because sex and death are inextricably linked life and death it's it's that again that nexus point between the two that's so damned important to them and uh these are earth dwellers too they're not they didn't come from up there when jesus says i come from above we all know what jesus means because we come from above too what does above mean it means we come from God. We come from the mind of God. We come from the fact that God knew us before we were in the womb. That's above. No, God knows is above. God is above. So that's where we come from. Stars, like where the stars are. That's us. And beyond. They, 
want to remain bipedal humans, jack their systems into eternal life, and have the rest of the slaves here to you know here while they play at Elysium and and uh, continue their shenanigans unabated, without restraint. They would like to continue to you know pillage and rape their way through the countryside. Yes, so sex is very important to these people, is it not? It's a modality to power. It's a linking of consciousness. It is power itself, right? Okay, so sex is like food. Food empowers people. Blood. It's like blood. You know, I hate to say it, but sperm and blood. And sex and death. And human sacrifice. And cloning. And chimeras. And portals all relates to staying in their vessels kind of as they are in their egos and being able to project forward from there in a powerful position rather than becoming dust, becoming ether, becoming a vapor, trusting God. They don't want that light to go out now, do they? because they're going to win. So the other thing they've done is they magnetize the air. They try to magnetize through uh, the things that they drop out of uh, chemtrails are magnetic components, you know, aluminum, strontium. And who, who knows what they've been dropping lately? Probably inhalable nanobots, whatever. So they want to completely, thoroughly saturate everything. And then they want to then use that saturation of the magnetic forces and nanobots and graphene and everything, use all that to create the ultimate utopia in their mind that they want to create. And any dissenting or opposing view will be destroyed. They have one view, they have one idea, and that's they're going to complete it. And they're going to need humanity to do it. So the idea that humans are not taking the jab, they didn't expect that. So now they're, they're saying, if you don't take the jab, you're going to have to fill out a form and get two tests per week just to be considered normal. No, totalitarian bitch, no. Someone put duct tape on that bitch's mouth. Don't ever talk to me again, ever. You understand? Or throw her in jail. You, you shut up and you go to the internment camp. The jabbed want to enslave, harm, harass, kill, and hate the unjabbed. The whole thing of real conformity and spiritual conformity is playing out right here with the jab. The jabbed acceptable to the world, the loving, beautiful jabbed, who are too dull to know their own name anymore, the jabbed want to dictate to the unjabbed, you have to be jabbed or we'll punish you. When in reality, there's too many unjabbed, so now it's starting to go the other way where the, the jabbed will not be able to get on the plane 
the jab will not be able to have a job because the jab will be in the minority. And they won't be able to participate because they make other people, unjab, that is, sick. What do you think of that? And I imagine a jab person, would, you know, someone that complies, would absolutely hate the fuck you that Girl Next represents. Right? Because it is one big fuck you movie. To the you know, establishment to the to the, the lovely world system of such nice people. Oh, it's it's anathema to that. That's uh, obviously a big risk on our part. But we're just being honest to ourselves. That's who we are. We're, you know, I'm not saying anything here that, that makes you think I'm going to be friendly to Klaus Schwab or uh, Joe Pickleface Biden or any of the rest of these these clowns, these retards and criminals and depraved lunatics who you know couldn't tie their own shoelaces let, let alone run a world you know who are too silly and too stupid to be taken seriously who just do the bidding of their of their elders of their of to do what they're told and sell you out and sell you down the river and you have no say that's really really not fair So the silver lining that I see was actually pointed out by talk show host Tammy Bruce, who said, and I quote, they're not going to be able to stop the unjabbed from getting on the plane or doing this or having a job. There's too many of them, she said. So these companies would go out of business. For example, the unjabbed can fly the airplane. The unjabbed pilot can fly the airplane. The jabbed pilot cannot. So who's going to fly the airplane? And why is that? Because their system is making prions and proteins and immune responses that tend to blow up the brain or the heart, especially under pressurized circumstances. So... The jab pilots can't fly the plane. It's too much risk. The unjabbed can. There's no risk. Isn't that something, ladies and gentlemen? Isn't that something? Isn't that a thing to think about? Isn't that a thing to think about? Yeah, I remember one thing said to me on the last film. They would say things like, uh, you know, um, you know, talking about it seriously, you, you know, you know, as if there's any importance there whatsoever, when it's really just, a, you know, a, a sideshow of a sideshow type of thing. That's how mean they can get, you know, in trying to wipe you out, trying to get you going. The reason they do that is because they're trying to protect two things. One, the consciousness of the population, but really the establishment and their, you know, who put out films too. 
and they want to protect that. So if you, you know, got produced by Amazon or Netflix or something like that, they're going to protect those in general. And, um, if you're a guy like Dallas Sonia, uh, he had to go uh, elsewhere or they would have eaten him alive. So we put this out there, just lambs of slaughter and in good faith, thinking there would be people that uh, really dug the journey, really dug, really could relate, you know, and our folks do. I mean, it's totally a different experience. But uh, but that's, we're not done yet, though. We have the quantum devil which is, uh, I would say, more of a crowd pleaser in general, but also deals with uh, you know, similar questions, but it's, 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 it's less uh, hostile, uh, if you will. I mean, if I look at Girl Next from a distance, I would say it's got a, um, there's like a hostile truth in it, you know, that's this basically, you know, this is, you know, regarding the world system, the realm of the dead, the, the you know, the... Uh, the quantum realm, the, the greed of people, the selfishness of people. Drugs in the film represent um, basically excess, right? The excess of uh, people that are in the program uh, who are you know, drunk on power. And that's what that represents. And everything represents something. Everything, I can explain everything. Uh, and it's very easy to see if you're a viewer of the film. <laughs> It's, you know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's like that woman, you know. Well, there, we had people before in, uh, like I say, way back in society going screaming, like screaming, running up the aisle to, to get out. It's like, this is not a movie. What, what kind of sick people are you? And she just ran out of the whole theater. I mean, you know, that that's uh, to be expected, you know. I mean, that's that's the mark of a... To me, a mark of a good movie right there. Controversy. Because without that, what do you have? Just a clone of what you saw before. You know, you put Jason Statham in a movie, it doesn't even matter what it's about, you just like the guy, right? You accept him. You put unknown actors in a, in a, in a really tried and true plot. with a try, You know, they, they may not get it, they may reject it because they haven't had time to accept those people. They haven't been told... To, by the media to accept them. These are our A-listers, accept them. So then you put Scarlett Johansson in something and then they like it because they're programmed to like her. There's that, that, that prejudicial thing going on too. You know, typically a film can't turn around unless somebody big like, you know, one of the big, like New York Times and all these honest people give a good review and then it's like, oh, okay. We're allowed to like it then. Yeah, it, it, it's truly you know, you know you look at that side of humanity and you it's really you go, God, why did you create these people? What is the purpose? And the Lord would say to me, "They're not all people." I say, "Oh my God, you mean I'm, is it illusion?" Yes. Is it cloning? Yes. Is it uh, false? Yes. Is it true? Yes. <laughs> All right, folks. We're having a little fun now. Oh, guys. I, um, 
I've had some trouble, um, you know, like as I was kind of trying to integrate my, uh, the past, you know, it's funny. I found this one site that said the screenwriter on Girl Next is Woody Keith. So I've had some kind of like, you know, reconnect with that traumatic time. I guess I, you know, had to escape out of LA and, you know, I, I certainly, you know, someone asked me, they said, well, you know, God must really like you because you, you know, you've been on the narrow path. And I said, you know, I didn't know it was a narrow or a wide path. So I didn't know anything about anything. I'd been <laughs> messed with, I guess. But, you know, now everything has kind of come back together and that, um, you know, that was me and then this is me now. That was a big um, kind of like a healing thing, you know, to, to connect the two together. And, of course, I really tried to, you know, do my best to bring them the best uh you know, from I mean, there's my perspective, and I felt that Larry did a fantastic job, and the actors, just everybody did a great job, and to bring them a really interesting, you know, new movie, and uh, one that really, really, you know, really gets us going, you know, really, really is in, enjoyable in a lot of ways. And you find that, you know, people are, I guess the way it's, you know, the greatest medium that's ever been created by man, movies, I guess the way it's going to be now is um, it has to be known quantities of people that, and it has to be subject matter that people do not challenge people or they're, you know, unless it's got something to do with woke or PC or whatever. <laughs> and watching this film, now that, look, I'm for all, everybody being in the movie and, you know, whatever, whatever kind of people, whatever, you know, skin, this, that. I'm not into all that. I'm just, it's just, I'm not really an earth dweller, so I'm not really part of that. Uh, I mean, I don't interact with humans at all that much. You know what I mean? So there's no superior, there's a lot of inferiority going on. You know, you don't just don't feel accepted and things like that. It's a horrible feeling. But I see some of these movies and I start seeing, you know, um, you know, you know, generals, you know, black women, they're, you know, um, you, you know, uh, that, in, you know, running everything in the military. And I'm, I'm like, wow, in a disproportionate kind of way to kind of make up for, you know, past slavery. Well, I don't know what it's for, but that's a form of racism. It's, 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 it's reverse racism, which is a form of racism. It's also racism against, you know, trying to present like this guy was a white guy having all these black people at a party that he was having and there was supposed to be just like normal people interacting. Now there may be a day where that, that happens more and more as communication gets, you know, smaller and smaller. We all get together as we, as we, as we can. And this is a big melting pot. And so, yeah, we're all going to get together eventually, you know, it's happening. You know, the, the racism though is caused by politicians and, uh, you know, by the Ku Klux Klan and the, uh, you know, the Democrat Party who who invented the Ku Klux Klan and, you know, things like that. And, and, and also, like, Planned Parenthood is a racist organization uh, wanting to eliminate blacks from the world. Now, I, I'm, you know, you know, I'm against all that. I'm, I'm against eugenics and Nazism. That's why I'm fighting here today to try to save lives. I'm trying to get people 
to wake up before they do something they're going to regret. And, uh, you know, maybe five years down the road, people say, oh, look, everybody's here, nothing happened, and look at all those crazy, uh, you know, wacko conspiracy theorists who said the jabs were all wrong. I'm just going off the experts and the data. I'm not going off my opinion. Anyway, Girl Next predicted all this. And I don't, I, you know, it's amazing. You know, there's nothing I can say about whether they get it or not. I guess I should have said something. I should have just realized that. Because I'm not here to do something fake. It's like when I do music, I'm not trying to, you know, be some rock star or anything. I'm doing music for the, to share with, you know, the people I know. I know all of you would, you know, love the movie and everything. And But if you're like a, you know, a certain kind of, I don't know. This this woman said, "I'm no prude, but that was gross." I I don't know what to say about. It. I mean, this is typical of stuff I get. We got kicked out of this one church because there was lesbianism going on in the pool and in the book Lamb. Um, and they it made them uncomfortable, and then find out that the guy's wife was indeed a lesbian and a witch. I'm sorry. I guess that's why I touched a sore nerve. Wow, so there was a prophetic moment coming from my book, which is why you get kicked out, because it's true. I don't think people are so easily offended by sex or violence or anything. There's a lot of that in this. There's a lot of violence. There's sex. There's violence. There's horrific things, and it's all just part of, a, of, a, of, of, the, of the confrontation with the uh, quantum realm. And that's what it turns out to be in the end rather than about just one woman's escape from human trafficking. You know, human trafficking is a lot deeper subject than people think. What are they doing with all these kids? They're not all going to sex trafficking. Where are they going? Huh? Where are they going? <laughs> well, I can tell you where they're going. I can tell you where they're not going. They're not going to uh, live in some house and grow up and go to university and become like a doctor or, you know, an engineer or something like that. They're, they're going into underground experiments in consciousness and in cloning and in DNA and all that. And they disappear down there. All these places are underground, right? Dumb, dumb. D-U-M-B bases. And that's where they uh, live and die. Some of them, you know, probably get changed into things like aliens or crosses between things. I, I don't know. I just wouldn't want to be, um, you know, when I see all this that we've been subject to and I realize that it's been going on for a hundred years, people have been tortured in the name of mental health, which has to do with all of this stuff, quantum realm, all of it, realm of dreams. What, what's, in, what's, what's mental health? Dreams, quantum, spirit, invisible stuff. And I wish, you know, like you do, I wish God would just come put an end to it. You talk about stupidity. Uh, 
Yeah, well, anyway. It's... This is kind of a lousy song I'm going to put on. And, you know, we'll we'll talk about this more. I'd like to play a little bit more, but I don't want to give away anything in the movie now while it's fresh, you know what I mean? But if you've seen it and you've got something good to say about it and you want to, you know, challenge those people that are, you, you know, I mean, you, you know, it's disgusting. Ew, gross. That's That's what you're talking about, you know. Uh, I watched it for a while, but, you know, then I turned it off. I was so bored. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, half star. <laughs> it's, um, and they do that to counter the idea that, that there was something there that had to be considered because is it laziness or is, it there, is there a block between certain people? Is there a thing? I don't know. On the other hand, you know, uh, the reporter that did a really nice uh, 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 report on us and, and uh, uh, set visit to Girl Next also congratulated me that Girl Next is being, you know, well, since the film threat article, 9 out of 10, really well-reviewed. Well and yes, the people that have, I've spent a little too much time going over the negative, the people that like it, they just really, they get into it, they really like it, they're going to see it again. And that's what Film Threat said. It has extreme rewatchability. It's not for everyone. And I, I would agree with that. You know, I would totally agree with that. But that's what we decided to do. Like I told Larry, I just said, look, you know, you might have like green carpet in your house. And it's all over the place. You know what I mean? And a lot of people hate green, especially green carpet. And they're just going to be, you know, they're just going to be sickened by it when they see it. But for that one guy that, that's just green, that's it for him. And he sees that house, he realizes, oh, my God, free carpet. We're good to go. He's going to pay top dollar for that house. You know, probably pay list price or he maybe bid it up even higher. And so that's kind of the way it is when you do what you've got to do. I remember when um, Kubrick's uh, Barry Lyndon came out and it was just completely just destroyed. Uh, the Shining came out to like one to two stars. That's how much they hated that one. And then over time, it found its fan base. And of course, now it's legend. So much of a legend, they spent a huge amount of money to make Dr. Sleep. So there you go. Total vindication. I had friends, like my old cinematographer from uh, the Dementia days and the, and the Angel Tide days, he, he uh, Eyes Wide Shut had just come out as we were kind of rapping and he went into a fit. He just absolutely, you know, hated it, but he loved every Kubrick film, but this was over the line. And I'm saying, what you mean? Indications of pedophilia, ritual abuse, Satanism. You mean that bothers you that much to where you go throw a fit and reject all of Stanley Kubrick, which you've been your insp inspirer. Not only that, he quit being a cinematographer. He quit the whole thing because of that. And, um, yeah, I just really felt sorry for him. I understand he's part of that. But he doesn't want anyone to know about it. And how dare Stanley cross that line and let people know what's really going on. He betrayed me. He acted like a man betrayed. He became an artist 
couple of galleries, some shows, you know. I mean, I saw a little video of him years. I hadn't seen him in years and years, and he looked pretty good. He just looked, you know, like an old man now. He's been a pretty big guy, and he's just down to size. He's done well, but no movies, right? Movies were out. And uh, he was just a fanatic with movies, you know what I mean? It was interesting how just soon soon after that, uh, and then, you know, I, I had my experience of meeting the Lord, you know, and I, and I was completely on, on my deathbed pretty much. And then had that experience, a long haul to get healed. I mean, I'm still not quite okay, but, you know, I'm still, but, I, but God's been leading me the whole way, you know. Hasn't dropped me once. And, um, and vice versa. And I told him about it. We were excited. We were having coffee with him. We go, hey, we, you know, we met the Lord. We just did a total Jesus thing. It's, it's, a, it's unbelievable. I don't know how it happened. I don't know what happened. Something happened, and then. We saw how this all fits together. Most people don't believe. You say, Jesus, they're just turned off. They walk away. They, of course, they don't understand what you're, you're talking about, something uh, dimensional, something conceptual, something that's beyond a human. But it doesn't matter. He got really mad and just so mad. He just started yelling and screaming. And, you know, after that, I hear he became some kind of, you know, sketch artist or puts, you know, ink on a, on a piece of glass and cart little carves out a uh, a scene, and I have a lot of respect for how much patience that takes. But wasn't it more exciting being that cinematographer and great? He was a great cinematographer. I mean, his images he he and I thought exactly alike about you know color saturation, f stops. I got a lot out of him, you know, and I would have. He would have definitely been on my list right now. Well, if I were directing, I, you know, like I say, I, I don't have them really. I'd have to really prepare for. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'd want after. You know, I had a. After what I did, I felt like such a failure. I, you know, because they stole the movies and I was messed up and I was having. You know, I'm not sure I was. You know, like I don't even remember what happened even now, and so I'm, that's that's showing missing time, and so things are not quite. Okay, you know, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Sometimes I think my mind runs so fast that uh, I can't keep up with it at times. <laughs> you know, it just like runs, like it's just running out ahead, you know, and, and I'm, I'm like, where are we going? Because, you know, I go back to the Moody Blues song, you know, why do we never get an answer when we're knocking at the door? Well, but I have the answer in Jesus. I have the answer, you know, in Christ. I have the answer, but they say, well, what is that? Is that the Bible? I said, no, it's nothing you could understand or that I could explain to you. I am sorry. You would have to have be tapped on the shoulder, I don't know, chosen in some way, that then you'd have the spirit to receive it. And then God would do it all, not me. You know, I mean, you know, it, I, I tell you, Jesus is the door of the truth light in a world that does not recognize a light in the darkness. And so I, you know, I try to make Jesus accessible by saying, look, I was completely gone, dead, suicided, gone, beyond suicide, derelict, gone, complete. And, you know, he picked me up, 
there's about a million supernatural miracles that happened. And uh, it's hard for me to go over that. And uh, it's been this steady kind of path. And as I look back on it, I can see that it was all about, you know, healing all this damage that was done. And, and, And who did the damage? Well, I don't like to blame, you know, the person. People are weak. It's people that are filled with the demonic spirit. And they take relish and joy in, in hating you and hurting you. And the gang stalking, it's, it's, if you're afraid of gang stalking, don't make a film. Because if, if, you're, if you're politically incorrect, don't, make, don't write a book. Because they they'll be the jackals. They'll come after you and ruin your page. You know, they, this is like another form of gang stalking. I mean, they're out there. They're very fierce. And they intend to ruin your life. If you even smell like you've talked to, to the Lord, they're going to you know, try to you know, tear you to shreds, and that's what we face. And we enjoy God's protection. Certainly not want anyone to be harmed because they start trying to curse us, but cursing us uh, who have the unction of the Lord, that's a big mistake for you because if you curse us, then you're the one that ends up paying for it. Not us. Because this is not our ego. We are just... Going by the unction of the Lord, putting God first, and this is where it's led. So if you have a problem with it, you need to take it to the Most High God, to the source. That's the only place you're going to get redress. I hate the fact that Zev is doing what he's doing or saying what he's saying. Please stop him. So, well, I gave him the words to say, and I gave him the project to do. So what's the problem? Oh, you must be Satan. That could never come from you, that kind of trash. Earth dweller, right? That's that's there. It is the perfect earth dweller. Earth dweller. He's tuned into the earth. He's tuned into the way things work. He's tuned into the way life works. He's probably semi-educated. He's probably read a couple of books. He he likes the good stuff, the jazz, the sophistication, the improved of movies, all that stuff. And then and then you're here. You are the untouchable, the untouchable, the ugly. Take that thing out of here. And God loves doing that to people. He, he loves it. <laughs> Me thinks they, thou doth protesteth uh, too much, madame. Too much. And as far as the, uh, you know, this, uh, these people that, you know, leave these like stealth reviews, they don't tell you who they are. If they are a friend, I already know, you know, who's sort of, who gets it and who doesn't. And I already know. And I'm not going to play this game of footsie on Facebook anymore because I already know, you know. These are the same people that want to burn somebody at the stake. And they have a nice smile on their face. They're all like a pretty girl, this and that. And everything looks all nice. But deep down, they got a stiletto and they're ready to run you through. And all they need is music that's, you know, not quite, you know, their gospel favorite or a movie or something that not, that's a little bit out of their understanding. And boy, they're ready, to, they're ready to run you right through. You know, all in the name of, of doing God's service. All in the name of pleasing God. They're going to run you through who God loves. To please God! And God hates that. But... It happens. 
Look at the Muslims. They're always running each other through every day, thinking well, the other guy played. No, the other guy. No, the other guy's a blasphemer. No, this guy's a blasphemer. So they're running each other through, you know, all the time, trying to please God. I don't understand what you just created. It must be of the devil, because God is not the author of confusion. So therefore, let me run you through with this sword. Hope your career is ruined. Ah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Ooh, that feels good. Yes, the murder feels good, doesn't it? There's power in the blood. Right? Run somebody through. You get power, huh? You get a lot of power out of murdering somebody. You can murder them online. You can attack their character assassination. You can ruin their endeavors. Or you can pray to the Lord and go, man, I don't know if I understood that, but I'm going to seek your, do you really need me to say something? No, why don't you just not review it? If it's not for you, why don't you just move on? How many things have I reviewed? That How many things have I watched where I just had to move on? Because usually if it gets three stars or more, I'm, I'm turned off by it, you know. So I know, it's weird, huh? Yeah, we used to look for like one to two stars. You know, we've, it's about, you know, I'd say about seven out of ten times we'd be totally delighted by this you know, gem that's been trashed. And you never see the filmmakers again. Their lives are ruined. Their careers are ruined. You'll never hear their voices again. You see, yeah. only the approved of satanic people and their goody two shoes attitude toward getting the jab, and they just love everything in the culture. They're Disney programming, and they would never do anything like sex or any of that stuff. Ew. Yeah. No, it's okay when they do it, but when you do it, no, it's not. It's it's a uh, Incredible, the, the, the puritanical nature of these people, while they're the most raging, orgiastic murderers that anyone ever saw, and child abusers, and here they are acting all prim and proper, and, you know, like, oh, how dare you offend my sensibilities? Oh, what am I going to do? Well, I guess you're going to faint then. Tell your God... Check and mate, Emmer You know, if you're not an earth dweller, they really can't do anything to you. You know what I mean? They really, what are they going to do? Make you comply with earth? You can't relate to earth. You came from there. You didn't come from the earth or out of the bowels of the earth like you, what, you grew like a plant out of the dirt? You know what I mean? You, you you came from, you know, the mind of God, if that's you, then... But like with me, when I see something that's very offensive, very PC, you know, just like this, uh, what was Tomorrow War was completely PC. It was almost, you know, I the story was okay. It wasn't bad. It was like a, like a you know, like a television movie from... You know, the Tomorrow was okay, Tomorrow War. And everyone's raving about it. And, I, and so I'm like, wow, you know... No, there's nothing wrong. It's I'm going along, and aliens, they pop in from the future, and they try to recruit people to go fight the aliens in the future. I mean, it sounds like a pretty damn good premise. You know, but, but after a while, I just got kind of worn down with the PC aspect of it. And I'm like, ah, see, because when, when something's not balanced right, 
you know, like in terms of casting and things like that, it takes me out of the... I start thinking about that. It distracts me from the story. So that's my, my complaint. That's, that's not a huge complaint, but I don't feel compelled to go write a review about it or slam them or give them two stars. I don't feel... You know what I mean? It's just a movie. I didn't completely relate to it. Now move on to the next one. It's no big deal. They did a good job in making what they thought was good. And, and, you know, I would say it's not very intelligent, but, you know, they're not trying to be intelligent. They're just trying to keep you pinned to the screen. And, it, you know, for a lot of people, they like, that's the level they're on. They're kind of like, you know, they like the Discovery Channel, you know, ancient aliens and this kind of thing. And, you know, this is, you know, also perhaps some predictive programming about aliens, which aliens are not your problem. But yeah, that's the quantum realm stuff is aliens. So, you know, but I don't feel compelled to go, you know, diss it somewhere. I mean, I'm doing it here, but I'm not really dissing it. I'm saying, hey, not my cup of tea, okay? Because of the PC. I give you a specific reason. I give you exactly what the, the issue was. And I say it's it's not even bad. It's not like a good or bad thing, but that was taking me out of the story. I give you exactly what happened to me experientially, which is what any decent reviewer should do. That's what Film Threat did. Uh, we can't find anyone doing that today. It's just, oh God, yeah, yeah. You're just like, whoa. You know, like that. You know, this, uh, oh, man. I'm, you know, are you going to kill me now? But when I see what I would consider to be, like like I thought The Wrath of Man was a very mediocre movie. And, you know, I, I love Jason Statham, so I was that was what kept me watching. And it was just very average. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. But I didn't feel like going and giving it like a C somewhere. I wasn't compelled to go, you know, rag on it. I just went on to the next thing. I did enjoy Color Out of Space. It was so bizarre that there was something about it I liked. And most people couldn't relate to that. <laughs> you know, but I was glad I saw it. And, you know, I don't have the same conclusions that Jay Dyer has of it. We don't agree on much. He's, he's, he stays away from me because he feels if you have any testimony that's gang-stalking related, he's not going to talk to you. That's what he said. He stays away from people like us. That's his prerogative. That's too bad. He's, you know, you could be as well-read as Jay. He reads lots of books, but if you don't know what they mean, you know what I mean? If you don't interpret them, you have a, your own, like, little narrow interpretation. I mean, that's... I think in interpreting art, literature, any of this stuff, we have to be informed by the by the spirit, by the you know, by by something higher than ourselves to get to a higher level of understanding. And um, but I think, you know, I don't feel compelled. Like I say, if 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 I see something, you know, really bad, what, what there's been a few things I've I've turned off, a few series I never finished. The first I went 15 minutes and turned it off, even though I paid for it. There's been that kind of thing, and I didn't feel like, oh, I'm going to go get even, and, and you know, it's just like you you try your luck, and, and you know, sometimes you get something, sometimes you don't. Uh, then you see something that really inspired you, and it's like, wow, this is great, and you know, it has one star, right? <laughs> you know, and you, oh man, I really love that, and um, it's very interesting. I'm glad it made me think of. Uh, and I don't really feel compelled there to go give, you know, kudos either. So now I'm wondering, who are the people that have all this stuff? You know, this woman said, 
I don't have the time. I, it's brain, I have to pr- protect my precious brain time, she said. Well, where did she get the time to go write that, that you know, idiotic review that, that reveals nothing but, you know, but it's just somebody with Tourette's syndrome? Why did she go do that review if, if time was so precious? You see, in, there's another contradiction. There's something in that, that just sees red and she just wants to smash it. Right? Because it was me and I had precious brain time. I was thinking of precious brain time. I hung, I hung in there for an hour. This has got to be somebody I know. It's got to be somebody that you know, someone said, you ought to see it. So, you know, because she knew me, she goes and sees it. I'm saying she, maybe it's a he, I don't know. They see it. And then, you know, and then, of course, it, it goes that way. Well, th- that's fine. But what are we going to do with the contradiction of its precious brain time? It takes a little bit, you know, to go find where you can make a review and make the review. It takes, you know, I guess she's warding off her fellow humans to not, not waste your time. And these reviews, when they did this with society, the same exact thing was identical. We, uh, you know, I, me and Rick, we sort of love those reviews. <laughs> you know, being so bad, being such bad boys, you know, being so pointed out as being, you know, the worst thing that ever existed. And then others saying the best. And then seeing the dichotomy of one to five. Oh, you loved it. So then once you say that, if they're, if, yeah, they're listening, they'll, they'll say, well, I got to do more reviews, but give it twos and threes. Give it twos so it doesn't look like we're, you know, just giving it ones. And so there's, there's that, that sort of thing in this war. What the war is about with reviews is the war is about ruining your life. I mean, that's basically what it is. They're there to ruin your life. They don't understand that it's not my life. I'm living. I'm, you know, to live as Christ, to die as gain. So I don't really, there is no precious thing that if this thing goes south or they say never again or it doesn't work out or it does work out, it's all going to be in God's hands. You know what I mean? So it's not going to, right? You know, I think the the main thing is just getting out there and making an effort, you know, and I know for a fact that the people that have, uh, you know, enjoyed or gotten something out of it really did appreciate that, like I do. And and thank you for saying, you know, if we had you doing guys doing reviews just to counter these Tourette syndrome people. Uh, if it ever gets the attention of big people, it'd have to be in a film, it may not catch on for a long time. It might catch on in Madrid, might catch on somewhere. And it may not, you know, it's crapshoot. You know, that's, it's like horse racing. It may just be a bust. But if it does, and some reviewer of note said something positive, then that would change the whole world's opinion. Or if they go negative and they get into the analytics, I've seen guys do that where they, they started criticizing Larry's directing and shots and things and, you know, tried to be technical and, and that had nothing to do with what turned them. And then they invariably say something nice about the movie in, in, a, in a mixed review. And one, one blurb we use, we use for the poster because uh, it made me want to see the film. Because they, they come in to slam it. They, they have pre-slammage. You know, it's, they, want to, they want to slam it from the beginning before they see one frame of footage. They want to slam it. So they just look, you know, and in so doing of looking for evidence they end up creating blurbs that make an average reader want to see for themselves what all the screaming is about. 
And the other tactic is to say, oh, yeah, it was terrible. I watched it. It got so bored I couldn't stand it. <laughs> that, well, if that's the case, why bother reviewing it at all? Why not move on to the next thing? What is the, uh, and the situation is it's personal. It's against me personally, and it's against Larry personally for whatever enemies. These are personal attacks. And uh, that's what it is. It's 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 personal, and every once in a while, it's got something to do with the content. But most of the time, it's personal, or somebody just really is offended by the material because it it it, it seems that some people think that the you know nudity or different things in there are are, are 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 exploitative, which of course they're not. That's not me. Even when I do stuff that's pretty wild, it's never exploitative. That's not my way. So anyway, we'll see. It's in, you know, I want to talk about it today because since it's, you know, to reflect on it, I'm pretty happy with with where it's been. I, I We would have had our audience already had we been allowed, had we been allowed to go where we finished it, we wanted to go on the film festival circuit. But COVID got in the way. And so then we, you know, decided, well, we better hurry up and release it. And that was, a, I think, a mistake looking back on it. I think we should have done theatrical showings and limited theatrical and just built slowly and then, you know, see. Because I think the audience is out there. It just takes time. It's going to take a year probably, you know, doing it this way, which could have been more instantaneous. And we don't have any blurbs on it. We have no, you know, famous people giving blurbs or anything because they're, they're, see, the whole idea of, tried to knock it down out of the boxes to prevent those people from wanting to see it because they don't want to be associated with anything that's failed. So it's a horrible, 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 dirty, dirty politic game. <laughs> but it's it's okay, though. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's there. It exists, and nobody can take it away. You know, they can't, they can't do anything. With it. Now, they could cancel it. They did cancel my dementia off... Uh, Amazon. It was streaming on Amazon at one point, and they took it. They they got rid of it. It was it was on Prime, and then they got rid of it. And a long just a long time ago, but this was at the behest of managers, people that were uh, that were in the movie that acted. I think their managers or somebody like that um, wanted to because there was. I think in the case of Matt Schultz, he was mad about the nudity being in it, so he tried to get it blotted out or try to knock it down. Use his footage, yes, to get him more jobs, but then knock it down. I mean, there was that going on. And uh, he wasn't even, that wasn't even the issue with him. But yeah, they had this thing where they just wanted to, uh, and now, of course, it's changed in the sense that not only has it turned out to be a pretty good movie, oh, you can't get it unless you, you get it on a DVD, a used DVD. But uh, I am I have a print of a long print of you know, the real title called Unity of Opposites, and I was so inspired by the footage I saw because I hadn't seen it forever that I'm going to uh, eventually not not right away, but eventually putting it out again under the Crazed House label, and uh, and hopefully hooking up with a company in the UK to help help us do that. We have because these are kind of nostalgia things that kind of go back to our lineage, you know. Both those films are, um, as Larry said, there's nothing wrong with either one of them. They're both good. I mean, there's not, I mean, whether someone says they're great or they're horrible, they're not really great or horrible. I don't think they're bad. 
they they may be you know have some greatness in them they may not be you know i i don't can't assess that of my own work but tell you this they're very watchable and very inspired and um there's nothing wrong with especially angel tide which will be coming your way next after this quantum devil we're going to dive into that and uh get that restored um well you know you see there again you know people uh we wound up with a lousy score lousy music Lousy music on Dimension 2, like two in a row. And I just got beaten down, I think, something. But I'm going to go finish it. I didn't finish it. They, they they did some version of it and put it out in Brazil. And it was out in Canada or somewhere. You know, it was out. But they, they ended up stealing it to do that because I never signed anything. Either with Dimension, I didn't sign anything with them. So, anyway, it's been so many years now, the rights of you know, have to be mine because it's my work. But we have to go through the whole aspect of, you know, recopywriting it and, you know, just kind of creating a new, uh, uh, not a reboot because Dimension never really had, a, it was a domestic release. It was on, I guess it had, a, it had a run. It had, you know, Showtime and HBO and uh, Hollywood Video, you know what I mean? A, a blockbuster. It had that, that, you know, that uh, that kind of a run, but that was a domestic run. It, was, it, it wasn't that, you know, it, it wasn't all that it really could have uh, could have been. And uh, so we're going to, you know, before I go, I guess this is the bucket list. It's going to be restored. And I know that there's a lot of people I know that would love to see it. I watched it on the DVD uh, that I had of the old DVD. And you have to, it's like letterbox, but it's, you have to watch it as smaller to have the right resolution so it doesn't quite fit the screen you know that's how old it is um what i can say about it is that it's uh it really reeled me in you know what i mean i just wanted to get rid of that score and, and then re recut the the original version i had which is pretty good and keep those same titles and just kind of like restore it because it, it, you know it, it it had me uh you know, it was a little movie, but it definitely had me glued in. You know, I mean, I was definitely glued into it. Same thing with uh, Angel Tide. It was just little, little stories, you know. But but we want to preserve them because, you know, to do the big epic that I'm capable of doing, you know, like like the Great Fear or uh, Glass Backwards or even you know Lamb, I would take so much, you know. Those were lower budget films. You couldn't have everything in the kitchen sink in it. You know, you couldn't have all the stuff that Lord of the Rings has. You know, and uh, so that's that was the deal there. But still, I believe in independent film, independent music, independent expression, and a lot of the stuff I like is independent. So, you know, I think it's a yeah. I just try to find my way away from the. Uh, you know, the big machine movies, you know, the Batmans and all the other stuff, I, they're not bad, you know what I mean? I, I don't mind them. When you talk about worrying about, you know, space, you know, you know, mind space, you worry about wasting your time. Sometimes these go on like three hours and you, you, you do, if it doesn't, you don't feel much at the end, it just goes in one ear and it kind of out the other. It's like you kind of wasted that time. And when it stays with you, that's when I feel I've, I have a good meal, that I've had something... You know, interesting. Same thing with art. Anything like that. You want to stay with you. And if someone's really honest and really 
you know, bleeding on the page, right, when they're writing something or really really just, just getting something out of their craw, like some of the great poets, you know. Uh, and it's just really, really electrified, real, you know. That stuff, it, it just really excites me. But I know there's a price to pay for that. I understand. You know, a lot of times people that do that kind of thing go obscure. They're never, no one ever, they have a very small following and nothing ever happens. I, I know musicians on SoundCloud, nothing ever happens, even though they're brilliant. Sorry, you know, it's just, it's not fair. But see, what do you care about this world for? What does it really matter? The, what matters is he got out there and did something. You know, most people don't do anything. They never achieve anything, you know? I mean, it's, if you made a movie, you've, you've survived a, uh, you know, an ordeal like, you know, going in a little sailing boat and sailing, uh, you know, across the Atlantic Ocean. That's, that's the accomplishment you've made. And those of us who've been down that road, we know what you've done. But, you know, I, I saw one the other day. It was released right when ours was, same company, uh, Gravitas. And uh, they were getting just hammered, you know. And I lo- took a look at the trailer. Thought, hey, it looks like a pretty good movie. It's just, why are people so angry with this person? Why are they so mean? It was good effort. You know, nothing wrong with it. A friend, producer, I saw a couple of his movies, you know, down in the threes. You know, I'm like, what? Our friend, you know, is, is a good storyteller. He's a good, he knows what he's doing. And it's like, why? Why? And the answer is because it's a company town. They pay guys to do that. And I'm sorry, Indies. I'm sorry for you guys. You still think it's fair. It's not fair. It's all about money, and that's it. That's the main thing. You know, the love of money is the root of all evil, and they're gonna, they got people there in social media. They're going to block everything to make sure theirs come through. Okay? And that's the game. It's, it's a long game, too. You know, after a while, nobody cares. You know, this is... Just like when these indie movies first come out, they got to slam them, so they got to make room. And every once in a while, like if it gets a nod from Sundance or a prominent festival, they'll let it come through because they're going to buy it. They end up buying it, you see. Then they want it to come through. So you see, that's when the rule is changed. When when it's their movie, when they bought it. See, they went and they said, "Oh, this one's going to do so. I'm going to buy it," and then they push it. And one way they push it is by spending money in advertising. Another way is to spend money on social media for publicity. And those guys, their job is... I bet one guy, he had reviewed... All he does every day is review movies. He's reviewed hundreds and thousands. And anything from like Disney or anything like that is like four or five stars. And anything from an indie is like one to two stars. You know, or even less if it's a, if it's a threat. If it's any kind of a threat, it's it's less than that. And so this is what we've seen. I don't know why. Same with video. People now do that same thing on video. Um, they, they take a paycheck from... Uh, if you look, well, you can look at their record. That's all. Their record is, is, is lifting up the studios and slamming down the indies. That's, that's, that's what you see. But the public doesn't know that. So what the public sees is, oh, that must be bad. Oh, this must be good. This has four stars, that has two. And so that's all they know. 
right? That's how they make their decision. And that's how the big guys win. But that's nothing new, folks. <laughs> There's nothing. They got a guy they really hate. You know, they pay a guy, the, the journalist at the New York Times, he's going to do a review. They make sure, you know, not direct, direct, but, you know, it's like, you know, in the system, you know, whispers and cues. And, uh, you know, it, it, something perfectly good gets slammed big time. And uh, it's like, oh, we expected so much more, but see, the hit was in. They did this to Orson Welles. It was terrible. You can read the story about that. It's, it's a... You can't think about that. Okay, that's all I'm going to do. That's that's. I'm trying to tie that in with the spiritual realm today, and what's happening. But that's all I'm going to do. Uh, that's all I'm going to talk about that subject because we've uh, exhausted it. It's um. Is it a lifelong dream to 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 do a film and all that? Well, it used to be. No more. I don't have any dreams like that. I don't have any fulfillment dreams. Uh, It's a good question. I'm really not sure. I enjoy it. I've sort of enjoyed being the presenter on this and, and, you know, the writer, the presenter, the the main producer. I've enjoyed that um, part of it and I hope to do a lot more because I like to complete stuff that I start. I know that that's a, that's a goal. And that means that's going to go back and fix up those two movies too. That's a goal. And then, then completing the quartet, that's a goal. So that I'm going to do that, but I can only do that with God's help because I don't have that kind of money. (laughs) You know, you're talking about, some huge commitment, and we'll just see what... I think that would be terrific, though. I really do. I think this uh, the, the, the quantum, this whole quantum tie-in with all these four movies, um, I just see it as like this uh, sort of Blu-ray collection that you've got on the... Sh- you know, that you, you can go watch. If you really want to... Bend, you could watch all four of them. You know what I mean? I feel like you've really been on... You know, maybe you'll never come back. <laughs> anyway... Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for being there. And like I say, if you really like it, you know, get on to Amazon or IMDb. You know, write a review if you would, um, especially if you you really like. And, and you know, and what it was that that that, that you liked out. And like some people watch it three times, some people turn it off after five minutes. If you had to turn it off after five minutes, I don't care. <laughs> but. If you if you really enjoyed it, want to, um, it's just me, a friend, asking you for a couple reviews. That'd be good. If you want to participate in the Quantum Quartet, you know, maybe there's a way to 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 uh, to accommodate you in some way. You know, if 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 you if you if you want to invest, if you want to. Uh, you know, we're always, um, you know, I just putting in God's hands. But yeah, we're we're gonna need, you know, you know, a war chest coming up, and I'm not gonna do it through crowdfunding. I just, well, I might do some, but I mean, what I'm looking for right now is being able to just get the um, the package together for the next one, which should be the 
the main, you know, the main lead actor and a couple others and, uh, you know, get uh, some commitments. And, and so, you know, there's a number of ways in financing pictures. One way is you can get that package together, pre-sell, and then investors are paid back before a frame of film is shot. But, um, or if you want to go on the full ride, um, don't put any money in it that you can't afford to lose. <laughs> Swing for the fence if you really, you know, if you really, you know, want to do it. Or we could put together a consortium. Uh, what I'm really looking for is support from, um, you know, a couple of companies I have in mind that I think we'd be good for them and they'd be good for us. But that's all basically once we get these things done, then we're, we've got a lot of other things and theatrical releases of Girl Next and Spain and we've got um you know England has yet to be cracked because in England's still locked down and it's been tough i mean it's it we haven't been able to do a normal thing it's been the problem but um anyway we're uh the nice thing i think is i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you know what i mean i don't know what's going to happen with this jab could it be the jab they're going to end up being the pariahs? I don't think that the powers that be would ever let that happen. Do we have any control over anything? Or are they just our dictators and they're dictating to us and showing us that you always were under dictatorship? You just didn't know it. Something to think about. We'll be back with more. Until next time, God bless you, each and every one. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. You were here because you have free will I don't want you to get the wrong thing Play to the peanut gallery Take your black pill Keeping you despised Open your eyes, they come after you They chase you down And then a zoo, they're not done with you Gonna find out where you live Then they're gonna send the electronic engines in Cooking everything inside You gotta find a way Going visible tonight
find anybody who has your